Concepts for Living. Welcome to Concepts for Living. Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. Concepts for Living can change your life today. Hi, welcome again to Concepts for Living. Biblical principles for contemporary living. It's a privilege to come to you with another word from the Lord. In this particular message, I'll be speaking from the theme, It Happened Suddenly. So in, to delineate this text, I, I want to begin with the expectation. The expectation is, ain't nothing, he ain't going to do nothing. Ain't nothing coming out of this. Don't worry. Because I, I know how he acts. I know him. I know, I know my daddy. So don't worry about it. He's not going to beat anybody. He's not going to say anything. He's, not gonna, he's, he's just going to be there. He's not going to. No. <laughs> not so. Dad says 70 years. Let me say something. As a parent, one of the most painful things is to have to afflict pain on your children. That's where that old saying came from that we don't understand. It hurts me more than it hurts you. The way the world is gone, don't you know it hurts God? The heart of God? Don't you know daddy? is also suffering pain because of the conduct of his children. <laughs> 70 years you will be in exile. I showed it to you. I told you. And it happened suddenly. Please don't miss this. It happened suddenly. But because of what we believe to be our knowledge of the way God operates, to the extent that we are fearless, he's not going to do anything. But God will prove different. Because what he's saying is this, I told you not to do it. You went on and done it. Now I will punish you with banishment. Banishment and exile. Well, <laughs> and I did it suddenly. Now, abruptly, Hastily. We have to understand something. Number one, suddenly with God is not suddenly that you and I operate in. Oh boy. Here comes revelation. The suddenly, the suddenly that God is talking about is different to the suddenly. 
that we have defined to be abrupt, hastily, presently activated, quick. No, that's not it. You know why I say that? It's because, go back over there to Isaiah 48. When you go back over there, verse 3, chapter 48, I showed it to them. I did them, what? Suddenly, and they, what? Came to pass. In other words, before you got them, they were done. God suddenly is not our quick, hastily presentation. God said, I did it, and it came to pass. We bring it to pass and say, I did it. Say revelation. Once we understand that God suddenly cannot be reduced to our interpretation of the word suddenly. Hmm. And our problem is that we expect that God's going to operate in the suddenly that we have. But what God is saying is that I told you, I showed it to you, and I did all of that. And it came to pass. Wow. A lot of what God is doing. We think he's only doing it because we prayed to him. We importuned him. So God is doing this or not doing that because I said so. Wait, wait. And I did it. Suddenly, well, you, your suddenly is not his suddenly. I'll tell you why. Because God doesn't rush at anything. The three points of this message. Number one, the expectation. Number two, the examination. And number three, the exit. As we further delineate this text, I'm sure you'll see the significance of these three points. Two, the examination. What's the examination? The examination comes when we begin to look at how God in, in chapter 48, verse 14, God said, I will do his good pleasure on when? On who? On Babylon. Right? Now, we have to examine this thing to understand what does that really mean? Isaiah had prophesied all of the events that occurred hundreds of years before it. When Jeremiah picked up the refrain and began to, uh, you know, link up with what Isaiah had already said, we understand that this is a big program. God's doing some stuff right now on your behalf, and you don't even know it. Yeah. 
God is moving on people's hearts and minds and spirits concerning you. You may not understand it, but God's got everything concerning you on a program. And the program cannot be altered by you. God is saying, I'm going to do something. Look at chapter 44. Let's look at verse 28. It says that Seth of Cyrus, he is my shepherd and shall perform all my pleasure, even saying to Jerusalem, Thou shalt build and to the temple thy foundation shall be laid. Wow. Way before they were even taken into captivity, this was said. When they were taken by Nebuchadnezzar into Babylon where they, they suffered so until they sat down by the rivers of Babylon and they said, we can't sing. When the people said, well, I want you to sing us some of the church songs. Sing, sing us one of the songs of Zion. They said, how can we sing the Lord's songs in a strange land? Y'all with me this morning? And so, so, so all of this was done. But we had to go back to understand the future. If we examine, right, we got to go back to understand who is Cyrus? He's a Persian monarch. Who is Cyrus? He's the one that God's going to use to get you out of there. Cyrus. But God's going to do it, he said, and I will do it suddenly. Suddenly with God can be centuries. You have to understand, God is not, watch this now, regulated by our time zone. God operates out of eternity zone. And the blessing is that God loves us so much that he will come on our level and, and communicate with us in time so we can understand and appreciate eternity. Say revelation. revelation. Cyrus is now being chosen to deal with Nebuchadnezzar. There's some battles you don't have to fight. I'm going to talk to somebody right now. There are some battles that you're fighting now. You don't have to fight them. God already has fought them for you. Are you with me? He has somebody like a Cyrus. In fact, if you check it out, he, he actually, Cyrus, Cyrus, uh, is, it's a, Cyrus, Cyrus was God's choice. Yes. And not only was he God's choice, but I think if you chap, chap, uh, check in chapter 45, you can, you can see where he calls, yes, here it is, where he calls Cyrus, my anointed. Yes. He was, what's this now? He is a Persian monarch. Yet, he is now being used of God to help his people to come out of their captivity. God has somebody right now, they're his anointed. You didn't know it. You may not have recognized them. All right. 
but they're in your presence because God sent them so that they may get you to understand what God's will is for you. And that person is referred to as my anointed. Am I right? You don't hear anything about him building any altars unto God. You don't hear him, I have no fellowship with God, but yet God said, that's my anointed. But you understand that God can choose whoever he wants, whenever he wants, however he wants. So stop looking at people and giving your examination of them and coming to your deduction and conclusion about them. God will use whoever he needs to use. And that's why if you would just understand right now the stuff that's kept you up all night, the stuff that you've been crying over, the stuff that you've been dealing with, don't you know God's got that in hand? And he is now getting ready to let you see it by bringing Osiris into your life. Say Revelation. When you understand it, you will then realize the battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. You'll understand that with all of your boxing and fighting, arguing and debating, in the final analysis, as long as it may take you, it's still sudden. Because our sudden is already Complete it. Your emancipator may not look like you. Your emancipator may not be a part of your system. May not be even in your family. May not be in your community, but God's got him coming right now. Oh my, when I reached this point in my, in my study and in my prep, I, I said, oh God, that means that already you have somebody in route. They're on their way to help me. They're on their way to get me to a place of deliverance. They're on my way. Oh my God. So what I'm going to do with I have, when I have that conviction, I start praising God, even though I don't look like I've got a praise atmosphere. Even though my circumstances don't evidence that I have anything to praise about. But because I know the way my God is operating on my behalf, I can praise him right now for a new job, for a new home, for a new whatever, for whatever. Whatever, whatever, I can praise him right now. Because he's working it out right now. God, I'm mercy now. I'm trying to share my revelation with you. If you could only see what God is doing for you right now. Somebody talk back to me. Say, I don't have to see it. I'm feeling it. Anybody feeling it? God, help me here today, Jesus. Anybody feeling it? I don't have it, but anybody feeling it? I don't see it, but anybody feeling it? I'm not there, but anybody feeling it? Are you listening to me? So right now, why don't you take a moment? Forget about your old traditional self and get up on your feet and give God praise about what he is doing for you. What he's already arranging for you.
Well, as I'm sure you will appropriate the message that you have just heard, I trust that it will get you on the path where you'll begin to celebrate with God the fact that what He has for you, it can happen suddenly. Therefore, until next time, and I shall come to you with more Concepts for Living, Biblical Principles for Contemporary Living. May God bless you and yours. Concepts for Living Concepts for Living